Hi guys, and welcome back to Be the Main Character with Bianca. Happy 2024. I feel like 2023 went by so fast and now we're already in a new year, but I have such a good feeling about this year and I'm so excited. But before we get into 2024, I want to talk about 2023. So this episode is going to be called Let's Get It Together 2023 Recaps, Favorites, and Reflections. So I feel like a good intro to this episode is going to be the weekly report. So I don't know if you guys have seen this trend on either Instagram or TikTok, but basically you do each word of the word, each word, each letter of the word report and you go through what your favorites are for the week. So we're going to do that as the intro to this episode. So for my weekly report, R is for reading. At the moment, I'm reading Things We Hide From The Light. I feel like I've been reading that book forever, um, and I have. I definitely did not read a ton November, December, as much as I had read summer and like early fall. Um but we're getting back into it and now I'm actively reading Things We Hide From The Light. It's a really good book. I just put it down to just, you know, fully enjoy and be present during the holidays and it just wasn't on my main priority list. But I did listen to a lot of audiobooks throughout December. So I'm currently physically reading Things We Hide From The Light, which is the sequel to Things We Never Got Over. And it's really good so far. I'm like 150-ish pages or more in, and it's like a 600-page book, and it's really good so far. For my audiobook, because you guys know I'm always listening to an audiobook, I'm listening to a thriller, and it's Wrong Place, Wrong Time. And I don't know how I feel about it yet. At first, I was really intrigued, but now it's getting really slow. And I feel like I have this problem with thrillers a lot. If they're not fast-paced, they're just not for me. Like, and this one is kind of like that. It's just very, very slow, very drawn out. There's a lot of details, but the details aren't adding up to anything. If I can't figure out a thriller really quickly, I almost get annoyed or if the thriller just isn't fast enough pace for me. This one isn't doing it for me so far and it seems like it's a long, long book, but I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt and I will tell you guys when I finish it. But at the moment, I'm just in this lull period where I'm not I'm not really obsessed with it and typically I listen to just like easy romance books in the car but I was like I just want to switch it up I in 2024 will be reading a lot less romance I think just because I I think I overkilled it in 2023 and I want to read a lot more fantasy but anyways we'll get into that later but yeah so those are the two books that I'm currently reading at the moment E is for eating and the past two weeks, I feel like I've meal prepped the same lunch slash dinner. And that's been my protein pasta salad. I've posted this recipe on TikTok. It's one of my most viral videos on TikTok. I've posted it on my Instagram stories about a million times to the point where people that have followed me forever have either made it. They know what I'm talking about. They know what's in it. It's just a known thing. Like if you know, you know, protein pasta salad is my go to easy, yummy meal prep. If you want to know what's in it, I'll lay it out because it's very, very simple and you can add or take out what you don't like. But the way I like to make it is I use protein pasta, um, peppers like bell peppers. What else do I do? Cucumbers, um, feta cheese, chicken. I'm forgetting. Oh, onions and then Greek dressing. And I said chicken. I actually added in spinach the past two weeks to make it more like salad based. 
Um, if you're normal and like tomatoes, unlike me, you can add in tomatoes or Kalamata olives. I don't like either of those, so I don't include those, but you can include those. I just don't personally like either of those two things, but those are, especially the olives are very much a Greek thing. It'll make it taste a little bit more Greek. The dressing I use has the olives in it, so it gives the same taste without like me biting into the olives because that just, I'm all set. The other thing I'm eating that I tried last week that I had been wanting to try for a while, I made me and my boyfriend, <gasps> my boyfriend, I haven't talked about that on the podcast yet. Because I last time I podcast, podcasted, was he my boyfriend yet? I don't even remember. Um, let's look. So I just looked. The last time I talked to you guys, he was not officially my boyfriend yet, which is so crazy. Um, I'll probably get into that more as time goes on. But yeah, I have a boyfriend, guys. He's amazing. And yeah, so I made him and I smash burger tacos. So I don't like burgers personally. But I have heard that the, these are trending on TikTok and they looked so good and appealing. And in my head, they just made sense, especially where they were smash burgers and they're a little thinner, like a little crispier. And like the idea of like the taco with like all this, like all the I made like the Big Mac sauce. It was so good. It was so good. It was definitely something I will have again, even as a person that doesn't like burgers. And he, from what he said, likes them too. So it was a win-win all around. So that's what I've been eating. And then playing is the next one. I haven't been watching like any new shows or movies really. Um, I was sick at Christmas. I feel like everyone is sick right now. I feel like I've been sick for like a month and a half, which is very unlike me. Usually my immune system is better than this. But for playing... I just remembered I did this. Movies-wise, I watched the entire Divergent series, and I had never watched it before, and I tried to read the books when I was younger, when, like, Hunger Games was a thing, and I never could get into the books. I read the first half of the first one and just, like, never got into it, never watched the movies, but I watched them over when I was sick, and I watched all three of them, and I will say they're very good. I didn't like the third movie, like, at all. I was just... I didn't like it, but the first two are really good. So I've been playing that. But more importantly, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately. And the two that I'm currently playing are Wellness Her Way by Gracie Norton. I absolutely love her on TikTok. And I've been listening to, I probably listen to four or five of her podcast episodes now. And I absolutely love them. So good. She brings on really good guests. I just feel like she has a good talking voice. I don't know. I really enjoy her podcast. And then the other podcast that I'm always listening to is Manifest with Tori Simone. I've been listening to that podcast, I think, probably since it came out. So like four or five years ago. It will always be my top favorite podcast. I used to watch Tori when she was on YouTube in like 2014, 2015, and then have just like watched her progress into the person she is now as an adult. And I just am obsessed with her podcast. So if you guys need good podcasts to listen to, especially going into the new year that are just going to give you um, really good, tangible things to work on, work towards, and just a lot of motivation and just really good wellness topics, I suggest both of those podcasts. So Wellness Her Way 
by Gracie Norton and Manifest by Tori DeSimone. Next one is Obsessing. So I've been obsessing over Pinterest lately. I feel like as everyone does as the new year comes, my Pinterest is where I plan my vision board for the year. And I just love Pinterest. I plan my entire life via Pinterest and I've been obsessing over it lately. It's definitely my favorite app at the moment. It's just so fun and girly and I've been using Pinterest since I was so young because I remember my mom used to use Pinterest to like plan our birthday parties and stuff and that's when I started using it and now as an adult I just absolutely love Pinterest. It's just something about it. It's a guilty pleasure. I feel like it's an app that I don't feel as guilty like getting lost in because I'm usually like planning recipes or looking up wellness habits or looking at places to stay or planning vacations like I feel like it's a non-guilty app and it's something that makes me feel creative and happy um so yeah I've been obsessing over Pinterest lately and like I said like we all are the next one is recommending so my thing that I'm gonna recommend is my new water bottle feel like there's always a new water bottle that comes into play. I was a hydro drug girly for so long and I still love it. I don't use it as much. I just have a hard time. I don't have a dishwasher at my apartment and I just feel like you can't get a hydro drug as clean as you want to without a dishwasher after a certain point in time, especially with how much I bring it to the gym and stuff. Anyways, so I kind of dropped my hydro jug at the moment. Maybe she'll come back into play in the summer. We'll see. Um, but I have the new Brewmate tumbler, the one that you can turn the top of it and you can lock it so you can flip the water bottle upside down or like knock it over and no water comes out of it. And also all the top pieces come apart so you can like really clean this water bottle. And that was a big thing for me. Also, it keeps your water cold, which the hydro jug does not do unless you have the really expensive um, tin one, which I do not have. I just had the regular plastic hydro jug. But yeah, I've been absolutely loving my brewmate tumbler. Who talked about it that I got that from? I think it was Emily Kaiser on TikTok. She had talked about it and it was the first cup that actually sparked my interest because of the cleaning aspect of it. I've never had a Stanley. I've never had a Hydro Flask. This was the first water bottle that I was like, I actually want that. And I'm so glad that I got it. It actually was pretty hard to get. I had to pre-order it. I wanted this specific color too, but I feel like they were out of a lot of colors for a while. So if you do want it, get on the pre-order list and then they text you when they have more in stock. Um, but yeah, I really, really enjoy this water bottle. And then the last letter is T for treating yourself. So this past weekend, I treated myself to a soft snowed in Sunday. We had our first snowstorm in New England this past weekend and we got about 17 or 18 inches and I just let myself just have a day. I slept in so late you guys. Like I said I've been sick on and off for about a month and a half and I slept for 12 hours. 12 hours. I slept until 1130. I cannot tell you guys the last time I slept in that late ever but it was so needed and then I just had a really, really slow 
morning and just a slow day in general. Basically, I had a really slow morning and afternoon and then like around nighttime is when I started being a little bit more productive and then I went back to being slow and like went back to reading. But basically, I just had like a super late brunch, which was really lunch because it was like one. I had like protein pancakes and like scrambled eggs with like veggies and turkey bacon. It was so good. I had my coffee. What did I watch? I think I watched Vampire Diaries, to be honest. I went on Pinterest. I read. I cleaned. I meal prepped that day. Got myself ready for work the next day. I cleaned off my car so I could go to the gym the next day and work. That's important, too. But I knew that if I didn't clean off my car the night before, I was not going to be able to get to the gym early in the morning. So I cleaned off my car. I made some sweet Lauren. How do you guys say that? Sweet Lauren? Sweet? Sweet? You guys know what I'm talking about. The like organic um, vegan cookies that are actually taste really, really good. I had some of those while I was reading. It was just a great time and I want more slow Sundays. I think that's going to be a series on my TikTok um, because I just want to enjoy Sundays and not have, you know, the Sunday scaries like no Sunday scaries 2024. Okay, so that is my weekly report. Now we're going to get into the bulk of this episode. I was going to make this entire episode, you know, my reflections, my favorites, um, and my recaps of 2023 plus all my 2024 things and goals, but it was just too much to put in one one episode. It was just, it was so much. So we're going to do 2023 this week and then next week I'll talk about 2024 and my goals and my word of the year and my ins and outs and all of that. So that will come next week, but this is an episode just reflecting back on 2023. So first I'm going to start off with my first category, which is what I'm proud of from 2023. So my first one and my biggest goal of the year, which I was able to do very quickly in 2023, was moving out and becoming financially independent. That was my biggest goal of the year and I did it very quickly. And I I don't want to say unexpectedly because I knew I did want to move out this year. It just happened a lot sooner in the year than I thought it would. I remember scrolling on like in a Facebook apartment group on New Year's Eve and the next day or two I was touring the apartment that I live in now and I can't believe it's been a year since I've been living or almost a year I signed the lease over a year ago at this point but I toured the apartment and three or four days later I had signed a lease on January 5th last year it happened so quick into the year it felt like a whirlwind but I just remember it was such an exciting time and I was just so happy and proud of myself also scared but mostly proud and happy and I was just really proud another goal of mine was to be financially independent and obviously when you live alone you are financially independent and I wouldn't say I was necessarily financially free that's a goal for like the future like that's a five-year goal financially free is just you know you're never really I don't want to say you're never worried about money, but money isn't your primary concern. When you first move out and you're doing all the things and you're putting down your security and you're buying new furniture or whatever it is, that it's hard. It's hard. So I was proud that even though it was hard to be financially independent this year that I got through it, I did it. I lived a year on my own and I made it out the other side. And... 
It teaches you a lot about responsibility and I think it just puts a lot in perspective of what you actually need to be spending your money on and what you don't. Not saying I still didn't spend my money on stupid stuff this year, but I think it just puts it into perspective a lot. It also shows how many luxuries you have when you live at home and it makes you very, very grateful, I will say. Go thank your parents if you still live with them, even if they annoy you. Even if they test your mental health a little bit, I'm telling you, go thank them. There's going to be so many things that you're going to miss when you move out. And there's going to be so many things that you love and are grateful for when you move out. But just appreciate where you are now, because believe me, when you leave, there's going to be things you miss. Next thing I'm proud of is I feel like I really took advantage of where I live. I live about 10 minutes from the beach and I absolutely love living there during off season. So from right now, right until spring. So from fall to spring, I love where I live. And then in the summer, you guys know I go to the lake about three or four days a week. Um, and the beach is just so overly populated and so crowded during the summer that I don't like to go there anyways. Like I never grew up going to the beach a lot when I was younger anyways. So it doesn't appeal to me now, even though I live there. But it is nice to go there summer mornings, like early, early summer mornings for walks or runs. I don't think I'll be running a lot this year. It's just high impact on my body. We'll get into that at a different time. But I absolutely love walking when it's warm enough out to do so. Um, I do want to do a couple winter walks if I can. It's hard to do it with work right now because it's pretty much dark when I go into work and dark when I leave. So I'm not one to walk in the dark and cold. I feel like I just talked about this in my last episode. So you guys know where I stand on that. But whether it's like Saturday or Sunday walks, if it's a little bit warmer and just getting to the beach because there's not a lot of people there except the locals. And it's just great. I love taking advantage of it, especially in the spring and not even just the beach, but just my surrounding neighborhood of where I live is just a really nice walking spot. Like I have about three or four miles that I can walk in the summer where I can just, you know, come out of my door and start walking. And it's just really, really pretty. There's a lot of farms and I just love the area. And I feel like I've taken really good advantage of it. I want to continue taking advantage of it um, while I still live there. And because you never know when I'm going to move next or what's going to happen. So just want to take advantage of where I am at the moment and continue doing that. My next one is meal prepping. I meal prepped all year. I have been meal prepping for years, but I'm still proud every time I meal prep or make meals for myself. It's one of my favorite forms of self-love. And I've told you guys about this before. You guys know I don't shut up about meal prepping or just cooking for yourself in general. I think it's such a fun skill to learn. I think it can be applied in so many situations. Like I think it can bring families together. I think it can be bring friends together. I know it's one of my favorite things for me and my boyfriend to do. We cook together all the time for date nights and it's one of my favorite things because I love cooking for him. He loves cooking for me. We love, we enjoy doing it together. Like it's one of our favorite activities and we both enjoy it and you know, you save a lot of money too. It's a dating hack. Um, But going back to meal prepping, I'm proud of myself for doing it. Well, one, I feel like when you live alone, especially I feel like meal prepping is really the only option and I also hate 
coming home and making dinner like a new or different dinner every single night I'd rather eat the same thing all week and then eat something different like maybe on the weekends but I am so content with knowing that I'm having the same meal for a week breakfast lunch and dinner like I'm totally okay with that you save a ton of money because your grocery list is is curated to whatever you're meal prepping for the week so you just you know you know what you're eating breakfast lunch and dinner and you buy from what you're making you buy the ingredients for each of those meals so you're not just roaming around the grocery store buying a bunch of ingredients that go bad you're using them all for your meal prep for the week so you save a ton of money um, you have healthy options in your house the entire week so you don't have to be like oh I, I need to just buy out this week um, or this this night it doesn't really give you the option because it's right there in front of you so it's a really easy way to I don't want to say diet because you know how everyone gets about that word but it's a really good way to keep yourself on track because if you have those options just readily available right in your house it makes the process so much easier and you can go about meal prepping in whatever way is easiest for you. For example, I know a lot of people do ingredient meal prep, which is basically they'll make, you know, two proteins for the week. They'll do a batch of multiple veggies and then they'll do a carb and then they'll just base their lunch and dinners off those or they just meal prep lunch and breakfast and then they have different dinners every night. Whatever works best for you. Obviously, you don't have to follow exactly what I do. I'm just saying what works for me. And yeah, I feel like it's saved me a lot of money and I've done it all year and I don't know how else I would do food otherwise because I would just make too much food to be able to eat for myself. Um, meal prepping is the way to go for me, especially living alone. My next one is I got a raise at work this year. So I had my yearly review. I've been at my... So I've been at this hospital coming up on about three years, but I've been a nurse at this hospital for over a year now. And I had my yearly review from when I started and my review went great. And I had no idea that I was even eligible or going to, you know, be considered for a raise. I was never told this or even like mentioned like a like hey you might or you might not so I, this really like hit me out of nowhere that I was getting a raise and it was a it was a big raise it was a big girl raise so when I did find out I was very very excited and yeah I feel like the more money you make the more money you spend but I'm still super grateful and it just felt nice especially being a nurse it's so hard and rare to come by having an actual good raise so the fact that I did that in an outpatient setting, I was extremely happy and I'm happy at my job. And yeah, so that was just something I was extremely proud of this year. Next one is I wore my natural hair a ton this summer for about three or four months straight. I wore my hair curly and I know that's like a summer thing for curly girls that they wear their hair curly in the summer. Um, but I was just I was not just having it be curly I was genuinely styling it curly I wore it to two concerts this summer curly which I have never done in my entire life for the first time at 23 years old I wore my hair curly and natural to two concerts that's actually insane to say and I loved how it looked I did no blowouts for three months on myself it was about three or four months and I was just so proud of that my hair is just healthy and happy and it looked so good all summer and it made me appreciate my curls a lot more to get to know them better and let them breathe and not 
die all the time and I just was really proud of it I also a big reason why I like to wear my hair curly a lot I don't think I've ever talked about this both of my sisters younger sisters have curly hair my second to youngest sister has curlier thicker hair than I do and I know growing up it's hard to manage because it's just so much to deal with and you're still like learning out you know learning how to brush your hair and deal with it and figuring out your hair type and I know it can be frustrating as someone that grew up with curly hair so I want her to have a role model that does wear their hair curly and can teach her how to wear her hair curly so we would both wear it curly in the summer and I would teach her and use my products on her and I just feel like it was a good bonding moment for the two of us and also to show her you don't have to straighten your hair all the time growing up even if that's what everyone else's hair looks like even if it looks easier so that's another reason why I was really happy to wear my hair curly a lot especially where we're together a lot in the summer I wanted her to see that so I was very proud of that this year I want to do more of it this year even through the winter I'm trying to find a fine balance between the two I don't know why it's so hard in the winter to wear your hair curly I don't know if it's because of all the coats and like your hair like your curls get kind of caught in like the coats and like the zippers and stuff I don't know I don't know what it is it just seems so difficult but we're working on it. The next one goes in like the same time frame, which is pretty funny, but I was three months alcohol free this year. So I believe from it was May, May or June. I might have started in May. I believe it was end of May or beginning of June. One of those until the end of August, I drank no alcohol. So for the entire summer, which is usually when I drink the most alcohol, actually, because of being at the lake. And I've talked about this in other episodes, but just to recap, I feel like at the lake we drink the most just because it's a social thing. You're just out by the water, always have a drink in your hand. And there's nothing wrong with that, okay? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I was just dealing with some stuff, nothing to do with like really alcohol related. A big reason why I wanted to do it was because I listened to Manifest by Tori DeSimone and she's been sober for, I don't know if sober is the right word because she, she wasn't ever like an alcohol addict. So she was, you guys know what I mean. She didn't, she hasn't drank for I think about a year and a half now and her podcast episode just inspired me and I just felt like it was right. I didn't enjoy alcohol a ton as it was, as it is still. That's still a true fact. And I was like, well, let's just see what happens. And honestly, it felt great. I made so many mocktails and I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything, even when everyone was drinking around me. Like, I just didn't feel like I was missing out and I felt fine. And I have drank since. Um, I drank, I had a bachelorette. I had two bachelorette party trips and I drank on both of those and yeah and now I just kind of casually here and there drink and just like I was before I'm actually doing dry January right now I kind of forgot I was doing that just because it's it's not really something that crosses my mind a ton but I am doing dry January I think I'll probably be dry majority of February I am going on a trip in February so I might do like a little wine here and there not gonna lie um, but we'll see but yeah I was really proud of doing that and for me it was super super easy like it wasn't even really a second thought like I said everyone around me was drinking but I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything and I felt fine and good and happy and yeah so 
even going to concerts i was sober at the concerts i feel like sober is not the right word dry i don't know i guess dry january dry i was dry i don't know i wasn't drinking that's that's what i'm getting at i didn't drink and i just felt great and another thing i'm really proud of this year is i really cleared re-cleared my skin again I feel like it's a constant up and down battle with my skin. I cleared my skin back in 2020 to the point where it was like crystal clear. And then I've talked to you guys about this before, but recapping again. Then we started wearing the masks at work and I felt like my skin was never the same after that. We stopped wearing the masks and I also started a vitamin regimen, which I'll get into in a different episode. I started a vitamin regimen back in... April or March and from March until May my skin drastically changed I mean my acne scars were fading it was such a huge difference like the pictures were crazy looking back at pictures of my skin from last year even when I'm breaking out this year is like nowhere comparable to where my skin was before the masks the N95 the face shields at work just did a number on me And I also didn't have a good groove of taking vitamins that were benefiting me and making my skin glow from the inside out. And now I'm so meticulous and religious with my vitamins. And it's been the key to clearing my skin internally. So very proud about that. We'll get into that in a different episode. My next one with that goes hand in hand is just having really good gut health having a probiotic daily um, having water and a high protein breakfast before I have caffeine limiting my caffeine intake um, just really thinking about the foods I'm eating you know trying not to have so many seed oils um, you know just taking a big look at my gut and um, your gut controls just so much of your body And just feeling like you have control over your skin and your digestion and, you know, just so many other factors just plays a huge role into my life at least. So having good control of my gut is something that I was really proud of. And then my last one that I'm really proud of is meeting my boyfriend. As you guys know, one of my goals for 2023 was to go on dates anxiety free and just being myself and before I met my boyfriend I remember the pep talk I gave myself was that all I wanted to do was just be myself and then see what happened from there just have a good date that was not stressful that I wasn't overthinking that I wasn't thinking like oh if I do this is he gonna like this if I do this is he gonna like like I was like I'm gonna be myself and we're gonna see what happens and look what happened look what happened so I'm really proud for meeting him and just being with him. He's someone I'm really proud to be with. And yeah, so very proud of that. All right, so now we're going into my favorites of the year. These are very random and all very different, but these are all my favorites of the year. So my first one is vitamins and probiotics. And we were just talking about this. Vitamins completely changed the way my skin looked. And probiotics just really supported an overall good gut. Your gut is also linked to your skin. So if you have bad gut health, your acne is going to be worse or whatever skin conditions you're having. So vitamins and having a good vitamin regimen and my probiotics have been the key. One of my favorites of 2023. 
My next one is Olipop or any prebiotic or probiotic soda. I feel like those really were a huge thing this year. And I'm so glad because when I wasn't drinking for three months, that's what I was leaning towards was having my my little Olipop in my cute glass with my straw and my ice and mimicking that feeling of making a cocktail or having a glass of wine. I would have those and be equally as happy. My next one is my best purchase of 2023 and that is my hatch alarm. I love my hatch alarm. It has become something I rave and talk about to everyone and they weren't even nice enough. I've used them in my videos so much on TikTok that they were even nice enough to send me the newer version that they have. So I think it's called the hatch like 2.0. Yeah, so I just looked it up. It's called the hatch restore 2 and I absolutely love both of them. I think it's just depending on what style you want. The The newer the newer one is just sleeker and just like a little bit easier to manage like with the touchscreen situation. But the basis of it is the way that you can utilize it. I love having a wind down routine. I love using it for the um, white noise or they have so many noises you can sleep to. And then the waking up gradually with the light and not hearing my iPhone alarm game changer of early wake ups especially if you're waking up before the sun comes up which I do in order to go to the gym before I go to work it has just completely changed the game and like I said it's my best and favorite product of 2023 totally worth the money would repurchase again I've even gotten my boyfriend on it I gave him my old hatch when I got the new one and he loves it too except probably when it wakes him up on a bad day because I didn't teach him all the controls on it but anyways he's fine. My next one is my Nespresso. I've had the Nespresso at my parents house since like 20 end of 2022 and then I had it at my apartment all through 2023. It's amazing. I save so much money on coffee. I make my coffee at home I would say five out of the seven days out of the week. I would say I only get coffee out about twice and it's just because it's so good at home. I make it the night before. I let it cool in my fridge and then I make myself an iced coffee the next day. It's amazing. It just makes really good coffee. Um, ordering off the website is so easy. It's $10 for 10 pots. So it's a dollar a pot. It's a dollar coffee. Really, when you think about it. I mean, I add creamer to mine, but it's just so good. The it, the style of the coffee is so good. It's just amazing. I just love that machine. I think it's really easy, user-friendly, easy to clean. I love it. If you're looking to invest in a coffee maker, I highly suggest that one. They have so many different ones now. They have like smaller ones if you need it for a smaller space. It's just so good. And it makes really good coffee that I genuinely look forward to every day where I'm not, you know, thinking about going to Dunkin' as much as I might have in the past. My next favorite is actually an app. So I use the Flow app to track my period. Um, I know a lot of people use natural cycles. That's just not an investment I've made yet. I do pay for flow, but it's significantly cheaper than natural cycles. And from what I've read and seen, it pretty much does similar things. It might not be as good as natural cycles, but I've been using flow for years and I really like it and learning about more about my hormones and my, um, 
cycle and my period I've just leaned towards flow a lot more and actually documenting on it and seeing what phase of my cycle I'm in you can input your basal temperature in the morning now on there too um they have so many good articles and facts and you can track your mood, you can track your period, how heavy you are, how you're feeling, you know, what symptoms you're having. You can do that daily and I just see myself using it a lot more than I ever have in the past um, just to simply see what phase of my cycle I'm in, um, why I might be feeling a certain way, my, my energy might be lower. I just really enjoy that app and I feel like it's very user friendly, easy to use. My next one is for the girlies, okay? I got my first Brazilian wax this year. I actually won it in a giveaway. I won a, a free wax, lashes, and a spray tan. And it was my first ever wax and I had always wanted to try, but I just never did it. And I was like, okay, this is my opportunity. When I tell you, I never, ever want to go back to shaving. In the future, I do want to do laser hair removal. That is the goal. When I am making enough money at some point, I do want to do laser hair removal. But in the meantime, I absolutely love getting Brazilian waxes. I just, it's just so much easier than shaving. I feel like you're shaving like every other day. You're just so irritated that down there. You just need a break. The waxing you do once every four to five weeks and the more you do it, the less, this is so TMI, but this is for the girlies, the less hair you get down there and the less coarse it is. So over time, it just benefits you. So this is your sign. I'm telling you now, if you want to start waxing, start now. And by the summer, you're going to be in such a good place. I'm telling you, it takes some time, not in the sense of of getting used to it, but in the sense of getting your skin to the point where it's um, just more re receptive. I don't know if that's what I mean. It just gets to the point where it gets less and less each time you go. Like the more you go, the easier it does get um, because there's less hair down there. So it's just less and less every time you go. The more consistent you stay with it, the better it gets. Do not shave in between. If they tell you not to shave, don't shave. There's a reason they're telling you that. They are trained professionals. So do as they say. And I'm just telling you, it's amazing. Highly recommend if you're going to start anything in 2024, let it be waxes in whichever way you so choose. Next one is the gym called Hotworks. I don't know if you guys have heard of this gym or if you have any near you, but I am a member at my local Hotworks that just opened. Um, it's actually my second gym membership, but it's a sauna, infrared sauna gym. So they have a small weight section and then they have um, nine sauna rooms that each have different classes. There's cardio classes. So there's like an elliptical in one a rower and another uh there's two spin classes and then the rest of them are you know they have yoga pilates um they have yoga pilates core classes bands classes they have all these classes and it's just so amazing so you go in the infrared sauna you do these classes they're up on a they have a tv inside each sauna and then you just follow the class and it's just really amazing, especially because I wanted to get more into Pilates. I also wanted to get into yoga. I also wanted to get into less um, high impact workouts and something for the filler days. Um, 
of my work of my period so I wanted some kind of movement to be doing on the days of my period where I wanted to move but I didn't want to you know go weight train and this is perfect and has been really amazing and beneficial there's so many benefits to infrared saunas Um, you can go do that research yourself they'll tell you about it if you go tour the gym and I just feel like it's had such a good impact on me and I just absolutely love it saunas I just love it and then working out in them getting a great great sweat it just makes you feel so good so I've been absolutely loving that gym and my last favorite of 2023 is electrolytes this has been a favorite for me for years but especially this year because I take my electrolytes first thing in the morning now and it's supposed to help with your energy levels and just your overall hydration throughout the day instead of having you know like a pre-workout or caffeine right in the morning so I've been loving waking up and getting ready to go to the gym and the first thing that's going into my body is electrolytes the last section of this episode is going to be my top books of the year so I have four books here let's go through them so the first one is things we never got over which is the first book to the sequel that I'm reading right now I just thought that book had so many layers to it beyond a romance that I really, really enjoyed. It was spicy. It was, you know, the imperfect couple. It had the mystery behind it and the family drama. It just had so much to it. And then it also the I don't want to give too much away, but I feel like the ending and prologue just gave us so much raw authenticity of these characters I just I just loved it so much I just felt like there was so much to it I really it just got an emotional response out of me I really loved that book I think there's a big reason why so many people love it because it's beyond just the typical romance and I just think there's so many elements to it it's a slow long burn book with so many it just has so much to it that's why it's such a long book it's about I want to say 500 I know for a fact it's 500 plus pages I just can't remember if it gets to the 600s or not it's really good though I really love all the characters in the book so much you just felt like you were in this small town you felt like you were right in the town my next one is a very different book but it's we were liars and I read that right before the summer started I feel like it's a perfect like spring summer book just because of the vibes it's in Martha's Vineyard and it's in the summer and it's a I don't know how to describe that book it's a romance mixed with almost a thriller it's just so good has so many good twists and turns you never see it coming it's just it was a book that kept me on my toes and I really enjoyed it but I think it's very selective with who enjoys it because I've recommended it to a couple people a couple people have loved it a couple people were like I just can't I didn't it didn't do it for me and I was shocked because I was obsessed with that book like I remember staying up so late to finish reading it and loving it but I highly recommend if you're just looking for something very different um that'll make you think more I highly recommend that book. It also has no spice to it. And I feel like you could be between the age of 14 and 15 to start reading that book where it would be an appropriate age. The next one is my perfect summer romance book. It was my summer romance book I loved the most. It's The Summer of Broken Rules. It's such a good feel good book. Perfect for the summer. Please save this one for the summer. The cover is The cover art is just so cute. The vibes of the book are so good. 
It's a very cheesy romance, but I absolutely love it. It's about a summer wedding and it has given me so many ideas for my future wedding. I was like, this is so perfect. There's a lot of Taylor Swift references that I didn't get because I'm not a I'm not a Swifty. I'm not a Swifty, guys. We've talked about this before. Love love her music. Just not a Swifty. But if you are, it has so many references to the book because after I finish a book, I always look it up on TikTok and Pinterest just to see like the aesthetic of the book and see what people are thinking and compare to what was in my head. And everyone was like talking about the Taylor Swift references. And I was like, oh, I didn't even notice half of these because I'm not a Swifty. Anyways, love that book. Save it for the summer. Write that one down. The Summer of Broken Rules. She has two other books that look like they take place, or no, I think only one other book that looks like it takes place in the fall. So that is on my to be read. And then my last book is a full on thriller. It's The Perfect Marriage. It was one of the first books I read of 2023 and I was obsessed. I listened to that as an audiobook, and honestly, it's a great audiobook to listen to because it has um, dual point of view and dual um dual audio re- audio readers Aud- narrators narrators that's what they are has two different voice actors and it's just oh my god you guys it's so good some people say they figured it out really quick but I loved it I felt like it kept me on my toes it's not a slow thriller where I was bored the whole time I felt like I was so engaged in that book absolutely loved the ending 10 out of 10 recommend one of my best thrillers of the year so that is my 2023 recapped. I hope you guys had an amazing 2023 that got you ready for an even better 2024. Next week, I'll be talking to you guys more about 2024 and what I'm looking forward to, my goals, my word of the year, my ins and outs, and so much more. So stay tuned next week to talk about that. I will talk to you guys then. Bye, guys.